IVM TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek Tejas Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello, welcome guys. Happy New Year. It's a new day. It's a new year and here we are back again together uh, to do this show and I'm back again hosting but uh, we're not in the studio. I think that's not the main issue here and that's not the problem because uh, what matters is that we are all three back again on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, like good old times. Now, I was on a break for Christmas and uh, we were kind of a bit lazy as well in some of the days and some of the days, the other days we could not uh, get you the show but here we are. I had a great, I think I would say a brilliant, a decent and a good 2017 that went by not just for for, for our individuals, but also for as a whole for Indian football, uh, including India hosting the first ever FIFA World Cup. Now, all of that we're going to look at, and we're also going to end the show with looking mostly what are we expecting from the year ahead. Now, I have both of them, as I said, joining Chiranjit and uh, Kevin. Uh, how are you, guys? I know I'm sure the celebration will go into probably a few more weeks of this month. Yeah, I mean, uh, this this has been uh, such a roller coaster year for Indian football, right? With the FIFA Under-17 World Cup, we had the drama around ISL Eiling merger. We had uh, Isol FC just rising up and upsetting all the plans to uh, you know win the I League and uh, everything. It it has been a year full of surprises, basically. On the first, uh, I remember we did our first show on YouTube. Like we were on Savan for a uh, for more than a year. And uh, we were uh, uh, we moved our show to YouTube and all podcasting apps at in January uh, 2017. And I remember yeah, you guys around, you, around third or fourth of January. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I remember the one of the first words uttered on that uh, was uh, Kevin saying, uh, "What we're looking forward to is the last season of I League." And, uh, well, turns out it wasn't the last season of I-League. We were not thinking in any way Aizal FC would win the league or uh, things would turn out the way they did uh, throughout the year. But it happened. It happened. India national team went unbeaten. Uh, and uh, I, I think I think we are just... It's, it's a testament to what a difference a year makes. We're living in a very different reality in Indian football. Uh, just just about three three fifty and odd days uh, after... Uh, the day we uh, started this journey. Kevin, if I had to ask you the three or five best moments of 2017 in in terms of winning football and you looked at them individually and spoke about it, wrote about it, what were your best moments from 2017? I think, uh, firstly, if you do want to say the best moment was as all winning, but that didn't come uh, overnight and that didn't come with one victory or you know, a couple of moments. It was a consistent performance by an Azor team. It continued to surprise everybody from the start of the league. You know, they just uh, kept everyone on their toes. Everybody was waiting for Azor to uh, to drop points, and they did drop points. It wasn't it wasn't a perfect season for them, but you know, overall, looking at how they perform against the better sides, uh, the two, you know. That were tagged to be the champions. They were they were expected. They were the favourites, and this just toppled them over with their consistent performance. I think that was the best moment for Indian football, at least 
it was more of no pressure on themselves but yet i think they delivered i think that for me that was the best uh, moment for indian football and followed by followed by that moment obviously is the indian national team performing uh, the 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 series of good results <coughs> the series of good results that the uh, constantine was able to get out of uh, almost a very young side uh, now we did see Chennai Sunil leading from from the front, and we seen mm. Sandeep Singh and emerging as a good leader. And uh, the drive series obviously showed us how he can be influential, <coughs> how he can be a young leader. And right. these are the things that Indian football need going forward. Uh, the young guys, you know, showing what they what they are metal is, and that was I think these are the two best. Uh, uh, things that happened in indian football at least we get got to see so what india uh, indian football can be made up at the national league and even at the national level can i decide to uh, ask you on a scale of 1 to 10 to rate like how the year was for indian football what would your rating be plus minus root uh, 30.6 something like that it's it's very hard to rate this year because everything just was off the charts it completely yeah. defied all expectations uh, we had a beautiful world cup we had idols we just keep coming back to that uh, whole uh, uh, you know what happened on the pitch thing but also off the pitch seismic shifts happened uh, and we yeah. had uh, we had uh, the federation officials uh, talking uh, with afc and fifa throughout the year uh we had the permutations and combinations the joint task force the visits to different uh, things uh, we had a, a very important decision i think one of the decisions that will be uh, that the ramifications of which will be felt uh, later uh, was to hold isl and i league simultaneously what this yeah. does is that uh, isl monopolized the market obviously as everybody expected they held a draft the img reliance took all the established players and this left i league clubs with the task of creating their own good players you know new players yeah. got a chance suddenly ever, ever since uh, you know we had uh, we had isl coming in it shortened the uh, the pool of professional players top level professional players that we had in india mm. it uh, you know all so many clubs died uh, which and the same players played in isl and i league which meant from 14 i league clubs it was like 14 into 20 uh it it went down to 14 into 9 or 14 uh, sorry uh, 14 into 20 it went down to 9 into 20 or 9 into 10 overall uh, we we did, did, we did lose some 150 players from the pool uh, active players but now that isl and i league both are happening simultaneously new players are coming out in the i league we have the arrows team uh, performing so well the under 17 under 18 players uh, proving this is that the seventh in the table they have, they have not lost their last two matches they just held mohan bagan to a draw shillong lajong aizawal fc minerva punjab all surprising everybody uh, with the new sets of players niroka as well like they playing with uh, they playing with new players uh, a lot a lo- like how the team is uh, you know filled with players who have never played in the top division yeah, I mean, before Since you mentioned it, they are they are placed the third uh, in in the points table. Yeah, haven't lost the last five matches. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, say so we have we have suddenly the the player pool has doubled, and uh, because of this, we will uh, see the results coming in the three four year, uh, years later. So it's very hard to judge 2017 now. I think it will be it will be appropriate to look back at 2017 five years later and say, okay, this is how that year changed Indian football. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think. Fair point there. Just to go back, what Ranjit mentioned was not. If you look back at 2017, it was not just on the field actions. And I want to stress upon this point that he made that there were much more of the field actions as well. Talks behind the doors uh, between top officials about a lot of things. Whether it is about whether it is about the World Cup that we hosted or uh, the other major happenings or even the small cameo that uh, the high court played. Supreme Court players. All of these were uh, kept the fans hooked on to their seats throughout the year for uh, Indian football. Uh, but again, coming back to now, the two things that we're looking at, which continues to 2018, is also the the league, right? ISL and I League. I mean, till November third week, uh, we didn't know if I League would start or not. And it did. Uh, and who could have? Who would have thought? You know, surprise, surprise! It started. Absolutely. And for the first time in, I think uh, this is the fourth season of ISL. Yes, for the first time in four years, we will see ISL going beyond December. We will see it continue uh, till March. So a lot of new things happening, and just like you know, this felt probably this year would be the start of uh, the progress that we. Uh, you know that would, or the reward that we would seek from what 2017 gave us. I mean, we start from 2018 and we look forward to, and now it begins. Like, how do we see and how do we judge? Did the year actually play a part? I think it's now it's the beginning. So, coming to the two leagues that are happening at the moment, ISL and I League. I mean, Bo, I ISL a stay a late Kickstarter. Uh, in terms of intensity, level of competition, and a bit of quality on the field, uh, whereas I League from the first match itself gave us some mouth-watering clashes, irrespective of whether it was a big team or a small team. And one point I want to stress upon in terms of I League is that people thought, and everyone, including me, before the league started, thought there are two teams, clear-cut favorites, East Bengal and Mumbai Indians. But now we see a race. Uh, now we see competition. There are uh, low, uh, you know, low-ranked teams like new teams like Meroka or Kerala or Indian Arrows, for that matter, are fighting. Are getting draws or goalless draws against top teams. So a lot of interesting stuff is happening. Coming to ISL, the reason I said it was a slow start. I mean, we were all bored in the initial stages, right? Goalless draws, sad games, and just uh, bad refereeing. So coming to you, Kevin. At this moment, ISL looks like looks very interesting because if I look at the points table, there's a sudden shift. I mean, your top five has Chennai uh, sitting on top, then followed by Pune, and then comes BHC, Mumbai, and Goa. I mean, this completely when you look at this table, you not even believe what was the run of you know victories for certain teams, and I mean, it, it is crazy how it is going forward. Yeah, it really looked like uh, there would be some uh, the ones which have been doing well will continue. But then again, this is not uh, it, it's a franchise-based system, and then uh, after the draft, you're really not sure uh, 
what pickings you had uh, will really deliver. And that just goes by this, uh, by how Delhi Dynamos are performing. We, we looked at them and looked at the squad. They look very strong on paper. Uh, FC Go also look very strong, but see the difference of, of deliverance from both teams. Uh, one team is uh, there at the top and the other at the, at the other end. And yeah. that just makes you show that uh, getting in the best of talents will not guarantee results. It obviously will, you know, uh, come down to how how the team is managed, how how these teams are, how these players are played in the best of positions. Sometimes even playing them in off positions uh, works best for the team. So it's a, it's all the matter of you know combination, getting a combination right. Uh, but uh, it's been a healthy mix so far. Uh, Bengaluru FC also started on a very bright note, uh, but you know, they they started to lose the charm a bit, and then the dropping points here and there. Uh, one goal margin. Uh, the, uh, the goal that draws uh, being converted into losses by one nil, uh, uh, one nil margins. Uh, so this just uh, takes to show you that IFL also can be you know that uh, one tournament where. Uh, your expectations are defied. You, you always tend to uh, look at uh, one team being very strong, and uh, on that night, you know, just look look mm. at Punjabpur. They've they've done uh, they've done things consistently, but then uh, it's on the defensive side, not on the offensive. But yet they were able to get a couple of these uh, two or three victories. That they were not the best team on the on the field, but then football is that way. Whoever scores uh, so most goals uh, is the winner for that night, and so it com- just comparing that uh, to the previous seasons, uh, now that the season is a longer one, uh, you do get to shuffle your players, you get to rotate uh, the injured ones. Uh, so th- there is a balance in the side. If there are weaknesses that can be hidden, it is because of the longer season. And this is all because uh, we've seen a bigger pool of players, as you were talking. Um, it, it just gives the, cl- the, the teams more opportunities, more options to, to try out things and obviously there is at the end of it there is an AFC spot a tough spot to play play for. So uh, it just uh, we've not even reached half of the season but we've seen a lot of action, end to end action sometimes uh, expectations of uh, from the best of teams have been but that expectations from, from the weaker teams uh, that continue to go down. But I think uh, it, it will be uh, a change. Uh, this is not final what we've seen. Bell Dynamos and uh, Northeast United will bounce back. Uh, we've seen in the longer season, so it tends to change and uh, your players do get injuries. And uh, um, But uh, overall, I think this is a much, much better season. Uh, the start, obviously, was not the best for ISL, getting in a lot of goal to start, but uh, the season is coming back to its, uh, uh, its peak right now. Yeah. Now, just like a similar question that I asked to Kevin coming to you. I mean, looking at the point table at the moment, did you, would you even believe if you were somebody who is not regularly following ISL saying, if I would say that, you know, and there was a moment where BFC were in a winning run, uh, Pune had a slow start, Mumbai were not performing up to the mark, or Goa was in a five-goal you know, uh, five uh, scoring streak. And now you look at the points of the current change by this you know, within a month. At the end of 2017, it's something different altogether. Yeah, well, you look at uh, the points table, and it's and the the top four teams, uh, sorry, the top five teams are separated by 
four points and yeah. goa have played two matches less than the others so they still have mm-hmm. uh, enough time to you know just clean the top of That's the table cool. yeah not that it matters that much even atk have played just six matches with uh, two wins um, rather scrappy but hopeful wins uh, on their back they are uh, slowly coming back up and they can go up mm-hmm. to 14 uh, and uh, and that breaks them into the top four potentially yeah. so well of course they have to play bengaluru and uh, and northeast united away from home uh, the next two matches are pretty tough so here we have of course northeast united four match losing streak but i don't know what they are doing before that they are playing goa also so yeah, yeah they are playing goa uh, saturday oh uh, tough times for them but just look at uh, the way i think isl has always given us a very tight top four race uh and uh, it's it's a shame that we don't have a title race here because that would be so mouth watering you know you would see yeah. teams really go ahead and do it but i i think i think the team to watch out for is uh, pune city uh, mumbai city had a, some some solid foundation built last season bengaluru fc retained as much of their players as they could legally given isl's weird rules uh, fc goa looked great on paper we expected them to uh, you know put on a great show chennai nfc as well uh, i'm i'm not sure how long they will be uh, able to keep this up but uh, yeah they are they are getting uh, some they they seem, do seem to have a nice balance you know they're not scoring as many goals as let's say goa or uh, pune or bengaluru but their defense is you know just making up for that and uh, they they have uh, kept kept that balance going uh, which is why they are for now top of the table so these these teams we expected to do well pune city's rise has been a little bit sneaky and it has uh, depended on uh, some some particular players firing well and uh, yeah i mean i i talked about like from last season we we were owed some great performance by alfaro he's doing well marcelinho is doing well five goals to both Ashik Kurunian just scored a goal uh, in the last match and I was so happy uh, I think the Pune City management is very happy as well because they've been pushing him and yeah. pushing him uh, over the last 3 years uh, they bet on him to really rise up and uh, and perform well at the at the highest level uh, and uh, he's doing that finally so it's uh, I I think I think uh, you if you want to talk about January Pune City is the team to watch out for because they they're the ones who who are going to spoil a lot of uh, you know big teams plans and uh, and we we're, we're talking about Pune City and uh, and the Northeast United who have never made it to the top 4 since like at least uh, one team is on on its way to fulfill that dream and unless something uh, really uh, unfortunate happens and they go go on a losing streak uh, in the next few matches yeah well i think uh... I mean, we should wrap up the first half of the year, uh, keeping a short break. Now, on the other side, we'll talk about I League, the way it's going, and we shall assess that how how it has been so far, including uh, the matches that we have seen, and we also preview them, and also ending the show of uh, what we are expecting uh, from the year ahead. All of that on the other side of the break. Hi, I'm Amit Verma, the host of the weekly podcast, The Scene and the Unseen. In my show, I examine the scene effects and the unintended consequences of public policy and private action. I show how policies meant to help the poor often end up hurting the poor. I've done episodes so far on demonetization, GST, surgical strikes, immigration, and MRP, and I will continue my forensic assault on the truth in the weeks to come. 
कैच द शो एवरी मंडे ऑन द आईवीएम पॉडकास्ट ऐप और एनी अदर पॉडकास्टिंग एप दैट यू प्रिफर और विजिट सीन अनसीन डॉट इन फॉर ऑल द लेटेस्ट अपडेट्स Welcome back, guys, and uh, here we are. Just to tell you, uh, what did we do in the first half? We looked back on 2017 of what all it gave us, uh, some memorable moments in the Indian football. And we also spoke about how the league was going by. We, uh, we stressed upon ISL how it has been interesting. Both had a slow start. Um, now it's time to look at I League. Just like I mentioned, uh, when I was talking about both the league and how interesting this has been, how interesting it has been, and how we are seeing new heroes being born. New teams being born and providing us more and more players. A bigger pool, I think we should agree. Uh, here, which proves that what uh, you know, Sunil Chhetri, our captain, once said that uh, before the league kicks off, two leagues happen at the same time. One good thing will happen is there will be more, we will see more players, we will see more employment for them. Uh, that's one good thing that we are looking at. Now, coming to our league, so let me just begin with you. How I mean to say, if I say how, if it doesn't show. We're being the most desperated show at the moment. A lot of excitement, you know, keeping it till the end and uh, keeping it hooked on till the end. What a way, right? I mean, who thought Minerva would actually dominate from the start and probably uh, sit at the top of the points for some time? Now they're sitting in the second, but and a good uh, performance from the new teams as well. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, one of the reasons uh, why this league has become so open is that. uh the big teams are no longer holding on to their uh, established players you know the 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 highly paid uh, uh, well known faces have mostly gone to isl and everybody has to start from scratch and here clubs like minerva punjab isol fc shillong lajong uh, even uh, neroka to some extent have uh, a little bit of a advantage uh that they they are keeping most of their players you know they 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 have they were already dependent on uh, you know coming up with new players uh, looking at the youth system promoting uh, young players to the first team and making do at the top division uh, while uh, east bengal mohan bagan uh, and uh, even chennai city to some extent uh, chennai city borrowed players from uh, isl i think the the crux of the team was uh, uh formed with loaned players uh so east bengal mohan bagan uh, the the big names basically were always uh, dependent on their star names and this time those indian stars were no longer available with them so even they were supposed to play the game these other clubs were playing so uh, it has been a great equalizing factor which has uh, completely forced uh, every club to really step up their game in terms of uh, bringing up new players and uh, look at what has happened uh, i i don't really see anybody that much off the mark right now you know isor fc can claim the top any moment uh, minerva punjab have just won lost uh, one match uh, and but who knows they'll they might resume their winning run east bengal are at the top of the table they're playing indian arrows today who knows how that's going to go down uh, uh, we, of course if you're listening to this uh, after 4 pm on 2nd january go to the fangarage.com to find out what happened in that match uh, so yeah we have mohan bagan playing chennai city as well it seems like so many things are happening in this league you know it's it's a discovery for me i league this season is a discovery because there are so many new players so many new clubs so many different dimensions are being brought into this game uh, because of this and of course we're not going to talk about churchill brothers because 
Bow. What 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 are you doing, Leah? So uh, yeah, uh, all of that uh, is uh, you know just just feeding into this uh, new uh, new thing that I League has become. Uh, maybe it's the last season. Maybe we will have one more season, depending on how the negotiations go. Uh, but yeah, if if you are if you are a hardcore follower of Indian football, this league gives you more information than any other league in recent memory, any other season basically. Uh, yeah. That that uh, just just the amount of yeah. new things that has come up. Absolutely. Kevin, how interesting it has been for for you in terms of side league and especially your team now sitting at the points table in the fourth position, you know, sharing ten points along with the runners. Kevin is wishing. Kevin is wishing I league at a semi final <laughs> and final right now, because then fourth <laughs> position would matter a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See for me, what's uh, the best, uh, the most striking feature of I I league this season? It's uh, the quality of football that we've seen. Even considering uh, Chennai City, the, the the way they've played, I think they can just match up to even uh, one of the mediocre teams that are playing in the ISL. So by the sheer way of passing the ball around and even creating those attacks, we've seen them grow. So that is the best part of you know even having a, a side that is not exposed to the highest level of competition, but yet they are able to you know. Get, Understand the mistakes. Understand where the flaw is in the defense, in the midfield, and where even in the offense. So that has been a learning for every every club in the IB, and they've just gone better. So this Minerva Punjab is an example. The way they started off a very high note, uh, and then then slowly getting into the groove, and then the the the, the test off against uh, one of, one of the better teams that were considered last season. And just the way, even if you look at Churchill Brothers, it's not the whole thing, whole wrong that has gone with them. It's just that it's the process of finding out where your errors are. It, once you get to that, I think uh, they, they should be on track. But that could be the end of the season that they're back on track as well. But uh, this, uh, I think, the so even the, the second part, what about about Ivy is. Uh, there's not a single consistent performer. It's the team effort that's coming in. You can never say that this guy or that guy is the one who's uh, getting in the goals, and he will be the one going forward. You've seen so many different goal scorers. It's not a one-man dependent team or a club. It's the performance that's coming on overall. That's the beauty about I League this year, and this this, this is what we were you know, never. Uh, really hopeful for uh, the the big names, the big uh, uh, the talking points will be the one who will be uh, taking all all the limelight. But it's the ones you know whom we did not look at. Look at Chencho. Nobody thought that this guy is going to be the one who who's making all the news. We're not talking about Sony Norea. We're talking about a team that was bottom last season, and this is where they've come up to. They get in the good a couple of good signings. And they're able to combine that well. Again, looking at Shillong Lejong, as all well see, they've lost so many of their players. They just emptied the entire team, and yet you know, they are able to grind out the performances that has really put up in put put them up in the mid table or just close to the top table. So this, for me, is the best part: the quality of football, the quality of you know even the management of how how the teams have been managed. Uh, 
thankfully there haven't been too many injuries except for a couple of uh, rare tackles. But uh, the the way uh, football is played in the I League it, it's very entertaining. Uh, entertainment has been talked about in the ISL teams, but I think entertainment factor in the I League has been the best uh, that we've seen at least in the recent times. I mean, uh, but uh, I don't really think at this point ISL is. Uh, that far behind because uh, we we just saw the Bengaluru versus Kerala Blasters game like uh, happened in Kochi, and uh, yeah, what a, what an entertaining match that was. So ISL teams, as the stakes are becoming clear, uh, they are stepping up, and I think this is a, a direct result of uh, having uh, the top four system. You know, you you're not fighting to become champions; you're just fighting to make the top four, and that like sets you apart mentally because you're not. Targeting that top position, the stakes are lower in the in the league stage. But as as the you know individual uh, rivalries sort of come to the fruition, like Kerala Blasters versus uh, uh, Bengaluru FC, or if, uh, you know Chennai City, uh, sorry Chennai FC versus uh, Kerala Blasters, uh, or or even uh, you know uh, FC Goa versus uh, some uh, somebody else. Uh, so it's it's it sort of becomes uh, you know the match itself becomes important, or you're looking at the points table and you're thinking if we don't win this one we're gonna uh, fall apart from the top four pack or something like that. We need to consolidate our position here or there. So yeah, that's that's how uh, you know slowly we're seeing the the cream coming up in ISL uh, and and the fight emerging. Uh, I League obviously uh, it it's been full of surprises. It's still gonna be full of surprises, but just look at so many things are happening off the pitch as well. I mean, you look at you talk about a meritocratic top division. This is what it does. You know, ISL would never give us Aizol FC or Shillong Lajong or Neroka. You know, those clubs would never make it into a money league. But we are having matches in Shillong. We are having matches in uh, Aizol. New matches in in Manipur Imphal. I was just there. I missed the match, but uh, I went around the city. Everybody is buzzing about the league. Everybody is buzzing about uh, the team, the the whole uh, campaign that's coming forward, and uh, they're getting more than twenty thousand people uh, uh, in the stadium on weekdays at two p.m. Weekdays at two p.m. You think you think uh, you know the the big spenders are gonna get that much uh, if they're playing on weekdays uh, during working hours? They're not gonna get. Uh, that kind of crowd. So see the passion, the real passion, which did not get a platform so far, are slowly being, uh, you know, are are slowly coming up to the top uh, as it is as it happens. If you have a meritocratic league, you slowly have the best clubs, the best possible fan bases making themselves heard uh, at the highest level. Indian Arrows is another lesson. What why why. Uh, uh, a league like i league is so important is because you know indian arrows is never going to happen in a league like isl you know and and we have we have them playing at 2 pm consistently on at uh, at weekdays in ambedkar it's a new team it's it's got it's got no known faces yeah there's some uh, there's some uh, uh, familiar faces after the under 17 world cup but there are no stakes for this this team you you're just going there for the for the players still they're getting some people are slowly turning up i i think if they're playing uh, at 8 pm i don't know why they're being forced to play at uh, uh, at 2 pm it doesn't make any sense because ambedkar has floodlights 
you can easily hold it at 8 pm on the days when isl is not happening but yeah it is what it is they playing at 2 pm uh, but still uh, you have uh, the uh, delhi brigade of blue pilgrims uh, trying to turn up in support and also you know uh, the all that uh, all that uh, talk that we have heard about uh, the i league clubs not focusing on infrastructure and all of that and and i think isl happening isl coming up and stepping up the game like having a team like jamshedpur fc Uh, which is which is properly bottom up for the first time i think uh, isl has a team that's bottom up in in terms of development they have a stadium they have had a academy for years now they have a first team and they're getting good crowd see these kind of examples that are happening in isl or also the isl teams uh, fielding b sides in uh, in second division league they're finally joining the under under 15 under 18 uh, youth leagues so the youth development side is growing exponentially in isl all of that is forcing clubs like east bengal and mohan bagan to really look at themselves what they are doing and and look at what it has given us uh, east bengal have just installed floodlights in the stadium they're going to play matches in their own stadium uh, in near future mohan bagan moved to their own stadium for the first time uh, in the top division a club hosted a match in a stadium owned by itself uh a historic occasion and on the last work day of the year you know if you, if you if you are in a in a government job or a corporate job or something like that you cannot miss work on that day that day you had like some 15 16000 people showed up at 2 pm you know to watch mohan bagan play indian arrows wasn't a great result for mohan bagan but you can see the enthusiasm today we're going we're going to see them play under floodlights Mohan Bagan versus Chennai City, and you will see an even bigger crowd show up. So, see these these kind of things. I think uh, this is this is what uh, you know ISL has done. It has made all the I League clubs step up their games, and in the end, what happens is that Indian football benefits from this. Yes, ISL is still being given the uh, given the preference by Star Sports. Yes, I League clubs are still being given a, um, a stepfatherly treatment. Yes, most of the I League clubs will still get relegated. That's as bad as it ever is. But I'm just uh, glad that uh, this pressure situation has showed us what these clubs can do in terms of developing players, in terms of uh, focusing on infrastructure uh, and uh, improving their uh, conditions uh, at the club. So. Yeah, uh, for now I think we're just reaping the benefits and we're going to see the ramifications of this for years to come. So yeah, Mohan Bagan versus Chennai City today. My goodness. Yeah. Now, now coming back coming back to Indian Arrows, uh, we'll also we won't see now Giraj uh, seeing their keeper in action again for them. Uh he had even to Facebook to officially announce that that the match that Indiaros played against Mohun Bagan would be his last and what a great performance the team had against Mohun Bagan, a one-all draw. Uh, but just to spend a minute on this, Kevin, I want to ask you, how do you think uh, you know, that would affect uh, Indiaros ahead? I think uh, uh, it, it's a big shock, it's a big blow uh, to Indiaros. Uh, yeah, if if uh, they were able to concede a few less goals, it was obviously because of Siraj's performance i'm talking about the world cup uh, because it would have been a disaster if it wasn't for dhiraj singh and uh, losing him uh, uh, losing a player which is consistently just uh, 
be in the backbone of their defense because not just making saves he was right there to you know manage the defense he was right there to make sure that he is the one you know, not allowing the the goals to come in by using the defenders i think his communication was key to even getting the the the, the formation the shape that uh, the team needed if you are during the attacks but uh, obviously uh, you can't have uh, somebody you know playing for you forever and that that is why a development side always has players who can who we can look out for so sunny dhaliwal uh, will be the one who stepping up and i'm sure he must be as good as the dhirat singh because uh, uh, even though uh, dhirat was a first choice keeper sunny dhaliwal was in the squad uh, for the end of the 70 team so he did not get a chance but mm. i'm sure i i think he can uh, fill up the void left for him uh, yes uh, there, it will be some time uh, uh, till we stop comparing him uh, with dhirat's performances but yeah, uh, great great uh, promise i had for dalit sunny as well now we also like you no know, rexel has received so i think he's gone to motherwell club for trials and uh, yeah many other rumors are even next time and i think it's interesting to think but let's hope for a better future for uh, the youngster and uh, let's hope that uh, he'll see good heights in, in his in, in his football career now trending coming to you again we have a new year here and a lot of new things to look forward to in the whole season now what are your expectations and what are you looking forward to in the 2018 football 2018 there are uh, too many things to look forward to uh, uh, i'll i'll list like five things uh, first of all we might see a record being set okay uh, another historic first for indian football Uh, a coach who gets fired for without even losing a single match that has a potential of happening mohan bagana playing chennai city today sanjay sen has been losing uh, the support of the uh, of the supporters and the team management uh, over the way he has uh, done things at mohan bagan uh, and uh, apparently even ashley westwood is being uh, is is being talked about as a, a potential replacement so he has to win against chennai city otherwise there's a good chance even if he gets a draw and mohan bagan stay unbeaten he will get sacked uh, so that's one uh, second would be uh, you know what happens with the merger uh, let's see uh, there's a there's a chance they will delay it even further because uh, there is no way around the one city one club uh, rule that they have uh, in place right now that idiotic rule which lets atk claim uh, exclusivity over the, the city of kolkata it's it's uh, obviously it's going on mon bagan are not going to agree to leave kolkata to play their home matches and uh, and uh, atk even atk will not even accept monetary compensation because they know they're surviving because of a mon- monopoly uh, they even had to uh, you know rent their away fans in mumbai and uh, and create a optical illusion of a full stadium in in the in the last home game where they like placed strategically placed flags on top of the the bucket seats which from a distance look like you know there's this crowd over there while uh, it was mostly empty so uh, yeah they are they know that uh, they are in a desperate situation and if they let east bengal and mohan bagan play against them directly they will lose for the fans so uh, they're not going to agree uh, to anything Uh, which puts us in a situation where ISL and I League may continue 
uh, in a split way till 2019 and and apparently IMG Reliance are already asking AFC FIFA for one more year so like this this rule can be out of the way and uh, they can just just go for a straight up inclusion of East Bengal and Mohan Bagan uh, this does not mean I mean for East Bengal and Mohan Bagan that's bad news but uh, who knows uh, having one more season for Aizol FC and Shillong Lajong and Niroka and Minerva Punjab at the top division may help them develop further. I mean, Minerva Punjab just got four or five good sponsors. Uh, as well, if they are increasing in popularity, they are probably going to get better sponsors. Who knows, uh, in 2019, we might see some of these Riley clubs able to negotiate with IMG Reliance that we can get into ISL. You know, maybe they will be able to avoid relegation if they get one more season at the top division. Uh, you know, we we are yet to see what kind of impact either if they playing in Asia does to their brand value and uh, everything. So, all of these things uh, are happening. Third would be uh, the Champions Cup because I think now that we have given up on Pot Two qualification for Asian Cup. Uh, it's 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 necessary uh, for uh, India to play tough opponents, and the best platform for that would be the Champions Cup in August. You would uh, expect like at least at least two good teams who are ranked way higher than us uh, to come to India and play against India, uh, so that uh, not only we get uh, some tough practice ahead of the Asian Cup, we also get some uh, tough love before uh, we go to play uh, the South Championship in Bangladesh. So all of that, uh, looking really forward to it. Uh, fourth is Super Cup. We will see uh, ISL and I League clubs competing against each other in a in a competitive tournament. Uh, it's not it's not what it would be after merger because then it everything would be in an even playing field. They would would not have you know one competition monopolizes the transfer market through draft kind of a situation. Uh, right now, ISL teams have all the advantage, which will not be there uh, after the merger. So, but but it it will I think I think that cup tournament will give us uh, a lot of uh, surprises, which will set the uh, next season up, whether we have a merger or not. And the fifth would be would be uh, some major restructuring uh, in in our major I League clubs. Like I want okay. to see. I want to see powers change hands. I want to see Spengal and Mohan Bagan appoint professional CEOs. Uh, I want them to appoint, uh, you know, just uh, dedicated ground staff. They already have it, uh, but they need more qualified people in there. They need, uh, you know, uh, better dressing rooms. They need broadcast centers in their stadium. They need to upgrade their infrastructure and become more professional uh, ahead of the merger. If they can, mm. uh, and and I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. I think uh, no one will be our listeners will be surprised that the Premier League top five was dominated by Kolkata clubs from Kolkata. <laughs> <laughs> I I mentioned uh, I I think the major point I mentioned was uh, you know Shillong Lajong, Aizol uh, FC, Neroka, Minerva Punjab, yeah, these yeah. and Gokulam Kerala. <laughs> like, <laughs> these clubs, if they get one more season at the top division, they might be in a position to bid for an ISL place. So that's that. Yeah, that no, you should take that away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, since he mentioned the other point as well, Kevin, now I'm coming to you. What are you expecting from the 18? 
minus Miklav from Kolkata. I was never going to be talking about Kolkata. <laughs> uh, so for me, the major lookout is uh, the focus that we started uh, last year. It's the uh, youth of uh, India, and uh, that, that's what what I always look forward to. Uh, we course, already seen. That's what that's a coach. That's a talk from coach. <laughs> and, and we we've seen already, you know, uh, that one glimpse. Uh, we've seen the youngest goal scorer in the I League. Uh, it yeah. was Bodo last uh, last year, and this season it's uh, Jitendra, I believe. So you know, it's there for your taking. Uh, when you have a development side that's scoring uh, a few goals, they're scoring beautiful goals, by the way. Mm. They're just scoring. And, oh, that uh, that uh, Nongdom Manaurim goal. Could uh, be the goal yes, of the season, yes. easily, easily in Indian football. Oh, yeah. So that's that's uh, the entire focus that I have. I'm, I'm slowly shifting, you know, uh, from my focus from Shillong Obviously, I love their model. Uh, to you know, looking at Indian idols, how they are, and for mm-hmm. that same reason, I I'm very keen to see uh, this Indian side uh, perform for the national level. Uh, that was, that that's obviously under 18 and and under 19. Uh, I am going to be closely watching uh, the development because this is a moment where you know this project was revived uh, in in a point that we are talking about youth football in a way that everybody is you know wanting to get near towards the youth of the team, not just you know your experienced foreigners. And this is what is going to be taking us forward. Youth football is the key for and this focus uh, in this year. Yeah. Well. So I think everybody made their points. But one point that I am looking forward to is, I mean, of course, uh, both touched upon the ISLI league. We'll, we will see some uh, surprises ahead. But I want to, I'm even looking at the draw that's going to happen for the Asian Cup that's going to be held in 2019. Uh, before that, we play also play KV away. I think seven people will be ready to, you know, pass his bags uh, and the <laughs> national team play there. Be our, always so, has one bag ready. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 at home. I'm at Puruli. I think I got to celebrate New Year's with my parents for the first time in three, four years and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. But yes, my bag is still packed. I think in a couple of days I'll head to Kolkata because Izol FC is visiting Kolkata. Yeah, Mohan Bagan versus yeah. Izol FC in Mohan Bagan. Yeah, okay, again. Fine, Chiranjit, yeah, you're yeah. done. You're done with Kolkata. Let me make that point now. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing, uh, like I said, because I'm really looking forward to 2019, uh, the UAE trip uh, to support the international team and uh, many other things happening for this year that brings us to the end of the show. Now, here's to making some more uh, new memories and uh, new adventures and a lot of uh, hoping for a lot of good things. I mean, let's not hope, let's believe that there will be good times ahead and uh, we will get at the end of 2018, we were talking about a great humor in the football had. And uh, here's to you, all the fans listening to us. Thank you so much for your love and uh, words of appreciation. And also, words of criticism that comes across. Uh, we definitely try and improve on them and get better by each day. Now, that is, that's all, guys. Uh, wishing once again, everyone, a happy new year. Uh, bless the year ahead. And uh, that's all. You can follow us. The usual things I keep saying. I think this is what this is the one thing that won't change, uh, in respect to how many years coming. Uh, do follow us uh, on TFG Football so you get updates of all the ends that happen in football, including the two matches that we have in I League, the live updates, uh, 
like, share, subscribe to YouTube channel that is my or talk about the community that is as a whole in the comment section below. You can also talk to us directly on Twitter about the same and more. Renji Goja Bhojan is referring to the Mati 94. Have a great day, folks. Enjoy. was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this we started atkt.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through atkt.in Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and now of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters go ahead check it out atkt.in उंगलियों